Hermetism and Hermeticism An Introduction by the Staff of the Rosicrucian Digest In this issue of the Rosicrucian Digest, we explore one of the most popular and enduring mystical philosophies on Earth, the tradition attributed to Hermes Trismegistus. Around the ancient Mediterranean, the antiquity of Egyptian society was well known, and Egypt was widely considered the font of learning and wisdom. As the Corpus Hermeticum puts it, Do you not know, Asclepius, that Egypt is the image of the heaven? Or, what is truer still, the transference or the descent of all that were governed or moved in the heaven? And if more truly still, it must be said, this land of ours is shrine of all the world. Out of the most ancient past of Egypt comes the figure of Thoth, Jehuti, who is variously described as the heart and tongue of Re, the god of magic, inventor of writing, the divine arbiter, sustainer of the world, and later associated with the Logos and the mind of the divinity in Platonism. When Alexander the Great conquered Egypt in 332 before the Common Era, the ensuing fusion of Hellenistic and Egyptian thought produced a rich and creative culture through which the wisdom of ancient Egypt would eventually be transmitted throughout the world. In the typical mode of ancient religion, conquerors did not seek to obliterate the native spirituality. Rather, they sought to find parallels between their deities and those of the new people. In this way, Thoth became assimilated to the Greek Hermes. By the second century before the Common Era, Thoth's epithets were already being applied to Hermes. And in the second century of the Common Era, we begin to see the now familiar title Trismegistus, that is, thrice great, paired with Hermes's name, clearly coming from Egyptian references to Thoth. By the second century of the Common Era, literature attributed to Hermes Trismegistus circulated around the ancient Mediterranean in two basic genres. There were sublime philosophical and mystical treatises, and also collections of technical writings on everything from magic to the interpretation of various natural phenomena. Astrological and alchemical treatises began to emerge as well. As Garth Fowden has demonstrated in his seminal work, The Egyptian Hermes, these two genres form a part of a consistent hermetic progression from below to above. Each Egyptian temple has its accompanying Per Ankh, House of Life, where the mysteries were handed on from initiates to candidates. These had been united in the 18th dynasty during the reign of Hatshepsut and Thutmose III, 
under the vizier Hapusaneb, an event recognized by Rosicrucians as pivotal to the transmission of the primordial tradition, which manifests today in Amorc. Ancient sources believed that the hermetic materials were a Hellenized manifestation of the traditions taught in the Houses of Life. Clement of Alexandria, who lived around 150 to 215 of the Common Era, reports seeing a procession of the 42 books of Hermes in the first decade of the 3rd century of the Common Era. Indeed, the Corpus Hermeticum itself alludes to the Egyptian origins of its materials, even in a text that has come down to us in Greek. This discourse, expressed in our ancestral language, keeps clear the meaning of its words. The very quality of the speech and the sound of Egyptian words have in themselves the energy of the objects they speak of. Several of the articles in this issue tell the story of how these hermetic works made their way from the ancient world, through the Middle East, to the Roman Empire's capital of Constantinople, as well as through the Islamic world, to the Italian Renaissance, and finally to the modern day. To distinguish these movements, the term hermetism usually refers to the practices of the hermetic path in the ancient world before the Renaissance, while hermeticism refers to Renaissance and modern hermetic work. For most of this time, Hermes Trismegistus was accepted by Jewish, Christian, and Muslim scholars as an ancient prophet, and the writings attributed to him were afforded considerable respect. Then the Swiss classicist Isaac Casaubon, who lived between 1559 and 1614, demonstrated that the language of the Corpus Hermeticum had to have come from the 2nd to 3rd centuries of the Common Era. For many, this appeared to sever the connection with ancient Egypt. Nevertheless, as we will see, the Hermetic tradition continued to inspire mystics, and indeed, modern scholarship has returned to the affirmation that the Hermetic tradition is indeed a reflection of the primordial tradition in Egypt, filtered through the Hellenistic and Coptic cultures. Let us then proceed on the path of Hermes, following the advice of the Corpus Hermeticum. But tell me again, I asked, how shall I advance to life, O my mind? For the deity says, Let those who are mindful recognize themselves. All people have mind, do they not? I myself, the mind, am present to the blessed and good and pure and merciful. To the reverent. And my presence becomes a help. They quickly recognize everything. <laughs>